Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Inside Indiana Sports Now with Ken Sterling. It's Monday, September 28th, 2020. We're brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill has done something extraordinary at Today's Dentistry. Number one, he's incredibly talented. But number two, what he's done, he's put together a great team around him of like-minded individuals who prize your dental health above all else. Trust your dental health. Take control of your dental health. Put it in the hands of of Dr. Mike O'Neill and his staff. You are going to thank me. I've been a patient there for 26 years. I know what I'm talking about. 317-849-2933 is the number. Let's talk about the Colts. The Colts are not as good as you think. All right, the Colts, they win yesterday, 36-7, against a terrible New York Jets team. Don't make reservations to go to the Super Bowl quite yet. They beat the Vikings. They beat the Jets, two of the worst teams in the NFL. They got beat by another terrible team, the Jacksonville Jaguars. At some point, they're going to start playing good teams. And that point is going to come very soon. It's not going to be this week. They play the Chicago Bears up at Soldier Field. It is Soldier Field, not Soldiers Field. Let's get it straight. And what they're going to have to do in order to win that game is play better than they did yesterday. Yes, Phillip Rivers has got to stay clean. He's got to play like he did yesterday, 17-21, For 217, a touchdown, no picks, no sacks. That's the key. If you don't pressure Phillip Rivers, he is going to pick you apart. He is a surgeon. He is to the quarterback position what Dr. Mike O'Neill is to dentistry. He's going to sit back there and control the game. And when the Colts can control the game and control the pace, they are really, really difficult to beat. If you speed Phillip Rivers up, he's going to throw it to the other team periodically. When he throws it to the other team more than once, the Colts, or going back to the Chargers, the Chargers, they were 0-6 last year when Phillip Rivers threw two or more interceptions. They were 5-5 when he threw 0-1. The Colts, they are 2-0 when he throws one or fewer interceptions. They are 0-1 when he throws two. It is critical for the Indianapolis Colts' success that that offensive line and everybody else whether it's Jonathan Taylor, whether it's Mo Cox, whether it's Jack Doyle, whoever is blocking back there, whoever is protecting Phillip Rivers, they've got to do their job at the highest level, or the Colts are in a position, will be in a position, where they throw it to the other guys. And you can't have that. Colts are not going to win this game if Rivers throws two picks or more. The defense, you know what? You got Nick Foles. And, and I know that... We tend to think of Nick Foles as the Nick Foles who was really pretty good in 2013 for the Philadelphia Eagles, right? We think about that guy. We think about the Nick Foles who who came in as a second teamer and kind of got the Eagles moving uh, four or five years ago where they won that Super Bowl, right? That's what we think about. We think about that Nick Foles. We don't think about the Nick Foles that played for the Chiefs and the Rams, and, you know, everybody else in the NFL. Jacksonville last year, right? 
We don't think about that, Nick Foles. Nick Foles is 26 and 22 as a starter. He is perfectly mediocre. His yards per attempt, seven even. 36 yards rushing the last five years. I tend to think of him as a mobile guy. 36 yards rushing total in the last five years. That's 20 starts over that period of time. So it's less than two yards rushing a start for Nick Foles. He is not mobile. He sits back. He might move a little bit within the pocket, and he's going to try to pick you apart. He's not a deep-throwing guy. This sets up, I think, very nicely for the Indianapolis Colts. They could wind up winning this game and going 3-1 and one in the first quadrant of the season. And if they do that, good for them. But there, there are plenty of challenges lying in wait, right? Including the Ravens, who are a top-five team in the NFL. They got a game tonight against the Chiefs. You've got the Tennessee Titans, who are a top-10 team according to power rankings. You've got the Packers. You've got the Steelers. They are going to face... Five opponents ranked ab- uh, above them as the rankings stand right now. And then a bunch that are ranked below them, including the Bears, including the Browns, including the Bengals, who comprise uh, the next three opponents for the Colts. And then you got the, or you got the Lions. So the Colts could continue to pile up victories, and they need to through these first seven games. They could wind up 6-1 and one still in the first seven games. And if they do, and then they go four and five or five and four over the last nine, where it gets a little bit more challenging for them, you've got a team that's going to win 10 or 11 games, probably win the AFC South and go to the playoffs. And that's about all you can expect out of this team. Darius Leonard continues to play at a really high level. The pass rush is getting home periodically. Houston's been terrific. Uh, Autry, has been terrific. Buckner has been terrific in drawing double teams. This is a defense that's playing very, very well together. Again, we've got to look at the offenses that they're playing against. Let's not get too happy. Let's not book our trip to the Super Bowl yet, right? I'm going to mention that several times because I don't want you to go overboard in your love for what you're seeing because football is a comparative game. And when a mediocre team or a good team plays a terrible team, they're going to look comparatively great. That's not what the Indianapolis Colts are. Maybe they're headed in that direction. I don't think that they'll get there with Phillip Rivers as the quarterback. I think Eason has got to be the guy. We saw yesterday, here's something. You talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? Part of the bad was Jacoby Brissett. We saw again how Jacoby Brissett just does not get rid of the ball on time and on target. He is very, very careful. He doesn't want to be mistake or a mistake-prone guy. He is mistake-averse, which is fine. He doesn't throw interceptions, but what he also doesn't do is throw completions in a timely manner. He isn't as decisive as Phillip Rivers. Phillip Rivers is crazy decisive. He's got the ball. It's gone. That's it. Boop, boop, done, right? Brissette catches Looks, 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 scrambles, looks, 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 and then throws, and he threw a pass yesterday where he's going to get a receiver killed. In this case, it was Michael Pittman, or hurt, not literally killed, but he's going to get a receiver hurt, and that could have been Michael Pittman yesterday. It wound up being okay because Pittman dropped the pass, which was wise. You know what? If there's nothing to be gained and you're going to get ear hold, drop the ball. Get rid of it. That's what Pittman did good for him because Brissett got it to him in a position where he was going to get lit up. You can't have it. The Colts, 
They're two and one. Good for them. You can only play the teams on your schedule, but don't get all fat and happy about what this team is and about what Frank Reich is and about what Matt Eberflus is. Okay? Don't do it. And about what Phillip Rivers is. This is the same guy threw 20 picks last year for the Chargers. 12 of them while he was clean in the pocket. Okay? So remember who Phillip Rivers is. Remember the weapons that the Colts have. They don't have a lot of great weapons. Mo Ali Cox is not going to redefine the tight end position. That's not who he is. He is a good football player, not great. T.Y. Hilton is good, not great. Jonathan Taylor right now is good, not great. Michael Pittman is going to be a good receiver. They got a whole lot of good at the talent positions on the offensive side of the ball. None great. Defensively, I'd say Darius Leonard is a great football player. I'd say that DeForest Buckner has a chance to be great as the three-technique guy on that defensive line. Other than that, Julian Blackman's really been pretty damn good. Other than that, you got a bunch of mediocre to good, and you do not win in the NFL with good. You don't win in the NBA with good. You don't win in Major League Baseball with good. You've got to have some great elements and the Colts are bereft of great elements at this point. They got a lot of good. They don't have a lot of great. The offensive line's terrific. Let's not get that twisted. The offensive line is really, really good, among the best in the NFL. So that's a place where you can kind of anchor your hopes that the Colts are going to be better than a 500 team this year. They could win 9, 10, 11 games. That's entirely possible. They're going to go into Chicago this week, and I was really surprised that the Colts have been established as three-point favorites. I think that line is going to come down or vanish. I don't think that the Colts remain three-point favorites. The The Bears are 3-0. and The city of Chicago is psychotic for the Bears. They're going to look at the Bears being 3-0 and despite the style in which those games were won and the ways in which those games were won. And they're going to bet heavy on the Bears as three-point dogs at Soldier Field. And because of that, that line is going to be adjusted. I thought it was really, I thought there was a chance it was going to be like Bears minus four and a half. I was way the hell off, but I would wait. If you're you're a Colts investor, I'd wait until toward the end of the week when that number's adjusted downward. It's not going to go up. The Bears, as an undefeated team, are not going to wind up being a four or a five-point dog. It's just not going to happen. One and a half, one, probably. So we'll see. Uh, I still think that the Colts are going to cover. I think they're going to play well, win, cover. Uh, Chuck Pagano, I I just can't see Chuck Pagano figuring out how to stop this offense. I just, I I have so little respect for his football acumen at this point. And I don't understand why the Bears continue to employ him as defensive coordinator with a a defensive front with guys like uh, Hicks and uh, Mack and Quinn. You know, you've got weapons. He is, uh, he's a safety first guy. He doesn't unshield his sword until he has to. And, and so you've got guys, you've got dogs who want to get to the meat, right? But he's got them on leashes. And that's the way Chuck Pagano goes about his business. It reminds me of what the Bears did with that 85 defense. When Buddy Ryan left, they trusted it to Vince Tobin. What a disaster that was. What a debacle. What a... What a horrific mistake 
That was despite the fact that the 86 Bears defense was really, really good and allowed less points than the 85 Bears, Vince Tobin was not the right guy to take those dogs and turn them loose on the NFL as Buddy Ryan did. All right, the NBA Finals, that deal is set. They're going to start playing Wednesday night, and then they're going to play every other day at 9 o'clock on the non-Sundays. All right, this is the way I'm going to remember it. If it gets confusing and convoluted for you, I apologize in advance. Lakers in the heat, Wednesday night at 9, Friday night at 9, Sunday night at 7.30, Tuesday night at 9. Then they get two days off because they do not ever want to play on Saturday night on NBA Finals games. You're you're not going to get the same tonnage of viewers on Saturday night. So it's going to go from Tuesday to Friday, both those games at 5 or at 9. Then on Sunday, they're going to play again at 7.30, and then Game 7, if necessary, is that right? Game, game One of them is going to be on that following Tuesday. I think that takes us to seven games. I think it might go seven. I love the Miami Heat and the way they play like this. They really, like NBA teams, you don't see play like this. You see them play like this, right? They're all discombobulated. They're disconnected. This team plays defense in a very connected way. The Lakers, they got two bona fide studs, LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And then surrounding them, you got a bunch of guys. The Heat, one through seven or eight, they are really, really good. How about this? The Miami Heat, in 2019, they lost a game in which they led by like 17 in the fourth quarter. If they had won that game, they would have drafted 14th. The Celtics, I believe, would have drafted 12th or 13th. 12th, I think. And they had planned to take Tyler Hero. The Heat would not be the same team as they are today without Tyler Hero. Sometimes losing a game is exactly what you need to put you where you want to be. Sometimes it's winning. Sometimes it's losing. It's not always what we think. Good in the moment is not always good down the road. Bad in the moment sometimes is great down the road. You just never know. For the Heat, they got Tyler Hero because they blew a huge game, I think in January of 19, that at the time they were very upset by. But as it turned out, they had a lot of reason to celebrate. Tomorrow morning, we got reason to celebrate. This is what we do. We're going to celebrate at 8 o'clock on Facebook Live another great episode of Breakfast with Kent. All I do is make you people money. I give you great tips almost every day. Where to invest? Major League Baseball playoffs, they start tomorrow. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the Cubs playoff opener on Wednesday. That game will be, I think, at 2 in the afternoon. What? Against the Miami Marlins. White Sox, they open up tomorrow in Oakland against the A's. I can't wait to talk to you about that on Facebook Live at 8. And then at about 8.15 on Periscope and Twitter. All brought to you by the great people. At today's dentistry, give them a call, 317-849-2933. And Colts fans, don't book your travel to the Super Bowl yet.